This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. In the news this week, a train, carrying toxic chemicals derailed, and released those toxins, all over East Palestine, Ohio. If that's a crime, the hosts of the show you're about to hear, should be wearing orange jumpsuits and facing a war tribunal. Our IP live cast farts. I mean starts, now. How dare you. Oh boy. It's a classy start to our, our podcast. Classy fart. A classy start to episode 711. We did it, folks. This, this episode is not... Yeah, this episode is not sponsored by 7-Eleven, but we'll gladly take a Wawa endorsement. Or hey, if 7-Eleven wants to give us some 7-Eleven bucks or whatever they're called. Welcome to RIP Livecast. It's Rob, here with Sid and Darren. We're here live every Saturday afternoon at around noon Eastern time, live on Twitch and on YouTube. And of course, you can download the episodes whenever you want, uh, wherever you get your fine podcast. And if you love the show and you want to show us a little bit of support, throw us a few bucks. Patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. Five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. Gets you a weekly television column from Sydney. Gets you some a nice little badge on our on our Discord, which you should also join and hang out with us. That's free. Uh, and uh, we always appreciate the support. I, I'm not in the habit of saying nice things about Philadelphia, uh, but Wawa is a joy. It's wonderful. I don't know. That it is. Ever a, been. It's good. It's very. It's very good for what it is. But I do feel like it's a little. It gets a little too. The culture around it is a little much for what it is. Like people fucking love Wawa, and oh. then there's people in uh, upstate New York, Wegmans. that feud that feud with the Wawans. No, because they're about sheets. And and for those of you, I've never heard of that the, one. For those of you who don't live in the Northeast, what we're talking about is essentially a gas station deli. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. that's what it is. Wawa it is, is a, the epitome. It's the perfect creation of a gas station deli. It's fresh it food. is the top of the top tier of gas station deli food. But if you take a step back, see the forest, you know, see the forest from the trees. You're still at a fucking gas station I deli. Agree, okay, Rob, so you I, have to put that into context. I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree, but I will offer this as as a counterpoint. The world needs gas station delis. Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. especially like there's nothing better than being on a long road trip, like a good four hour road trip. And halfway through, you got to piss yourself. You, you don't want to piss yourself. You got to stop. You got to decide which rest stop am I going to stop at? Then you see, oh, like if I see a Wawa, it's like, what a gift. What a great way to spend a few minutes on my, on my rest stop. That's true. Get a good piss and you get get a nice sandwich. And, and what's what's great about Wawa as a, as an establishment is they pioneered <laughs> the touchscreen technology i feel where like you could just quickly make your order for a custom hero or <laughs> or a sandwich or a sub or whatever it's called in your region <clears throat> and uh it, you know you, you do it you get your little number and then you go about your way and keep shopping or go to the bathroom or do what you need to do get your little wawa version of a, a slurpee uh, and then your number is called, and you get a freshly made sandwich. And this is happening in every restaurant now. They all ripped off Wawa. Like McDonald's has a touchscreen now, and all that stuff. So Wawa was well, doing yeah, this like I, seven yeah. years ago. 
Everyone, I feel, is moving towards this because essentially you don't have to pay employees yeah. to be fucking at the counter anymore. Well, the thing, um, though, is Wawa actually has people still, you know, they have a employee of an army of people. Every Wawa has like 900 employees in it. Now there, now there may be someone listening to this that works at Wawa and like my fucking boss is a piece of shit. Please let us know. Give us. I'm happy to support you. RIP alivecast at gmail.com. Well, the thing is, all the workers are the ones making the food. Like even in the McDonald's now, there's McDonald's. The newer ones are fully uh, automated in the front. Like like the front side, there's no registers. There's there's only the touch screens, and, and you just go to your pickup window. But if you look, the kitchen is where all the employees are because they're the ones you cannot automate making a burger yet well, yeah 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 the funny thing about it though every time i've been into which is not often uh but i when i stop into a mcdonald's they do have those kiosks and then there's a long line of people at the counter ordering manually with a cashier who is mm-hmm. doing double duty and running around in the kitchen doing all that stuff that you they have to do and taking orders because people don't like to use the kiosk. So I see, I'm sure they get some flow through the kiosk, but a lot of people go up to the counter is always a line. And I will say both parties are doing it wrong. Take the two seconds, download the McDonald's app. You make your order ahead of time. No waiting. I mean, you do still have to wait because they don't let you actually place the order until you're at the store. But mm. you just you can customize everything on your phone. You don't have to be at a kiosk that 50 other people are touching. I prefer ultimately the self-ordering mm-hmm. uh, because you're in you're in far more control of your specifications. There's less of a chance of the order being fucked up because you can customize everything yourself as opposed to reciting your order to somebody who who completely understandably does not want to be there hates this fucking moment is 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 way too stressed for the amount of pay they're getting and and they were more likely to to screw it up so well here's the problem ordering via the app i'm a very uh uh, customizable person so a lot of times the specifications don't appear on their kiosk and i have to ask them to do things and they happily do it and sometimes not happily but usually they comply with like what's an example I don't know. Maybe McDonald's might might be the best example, but yeah, there's sometimes. Oh, I hear I have one in the summertime. Fries with salt on the side. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm not a big fan of that. But I do. I feel I, the McDonald's app uh, just to, to praise one aspect of McDonald's. Yes, their question. App let is, me answer. Is fire. <laughs> you can cut. I'm sorry. You can customize every every aspect of your sandwich or order anything. But anyway, sorry. What, what's the one? Seltzer. They don't have seltzer on the kiosk. I always. Really I agree. I agree. It's Absolutely a special agree. order. But here's the problem with using an app with McDonald's. And I, I use apps in all facets of my life. I don't use it for fast food because most times, especially McDonald's, when I walk into a McDonald's, it's usually a last second like resignation to the f- after a long battle I had with myself to convince yes. myself not to have fucking McDonald's and I <laughs> lost. So then yeah. I just walk into a McDonald's sadly and order a disgusting food. So I, think- I have the same process, but I just before I do that, I just do it all on the app. Right. Well, I'm saying I'm saying I never decide to get McDonald's until I'm standing in the vestibule yeah. of a McDonald's. Same. Same. I, I <laughs> you agree still with go you. on the app then? Yeah, it's easier than the kiosk or the person. Why not? Okay, fair the enough. order goes in just the same. I only and, ever and, order and, on Grubhub and, now. And, 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 
And oh. not that I care about it or or take it seriously at all. There is a reward system within the app. They they want you to use the app because that's even less maintenance. They don't have to maintain these fucking kiosks. So right. they, they entice you with these coupons and rewards. And there's some times where like you get a whole fucking meal for free. Like I mean, and again, I'm not sitting there counting my rewards or whatever, but it yeah. it does add up. Let's see how my rewards are. <laughs> how often do you eat McDonald's? Uh, not as much, but it is. There's one right by where I go to the pool. Uh, and as I mentioned on the show before, my daily workout is I just go for a swim. <clears throat> and, now I'm just picturing uh, you eating a wet cheeseburger in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Just, just doing it like. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-oh. You just you stop and you're like at the side of the pool and you it's you drop oh, just the like, cheeseburger like, in like the pool, my, you pick it back my up. elbows are like on the edge of the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I pictured the Hamburglar chasing him, trying to steal <laughs> his, his Big Mac in the Atlantic Ocean. And then the old Babushka is boxing out the Hamburglar. <laughs> can't even reach Rob. <laughs> Darren, long... have you destroyed a Wawa bathroom? Taylor Jade wants to know. <laughs> this uh, is a great question. I don't. I think I've only pissed in a Wawa bathroom. I've never taken a shit in a Wawa bathroom. Also, I like how Taylor wrote Wawa. Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> like a wah pedal. H. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. So sometimes when I after I swim, I am. I get. I get. Uh. I get intense hunger after a long cardio session and I need to eat immediately. And sometimes I have the same struggle, Darren, and, and I just have a craving for like a McDonald's cheeseburger or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will always be, I will never uh, uh, go crazy. I always, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get like, uh, you know, a, a nuggets and a fries. I'm just going to get like, sometimes I just get a quarter pounder. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a quarter pounder in my life. That's wow. like the good. one like staple McDonald's item that I've never gone for for some reason. Be, I don't know why. It's there. My equivalent. go-to. When yeah. I was when I did eat McDonald's all the time, that was my favorite thing. Now it's a Big either, Mac. I will either do the Big Mac or the McChicken. Typically, I, I the old as school I like the shitty show, McChicken. Yeah. I've given up on the Big Mac two decades ago. The why? quarter pounder. Is, I just it's like, too, what, what's, I don't like the there's. I don't like that there's no tomato. I don't like the third piece of bread. There's uh, no tomato on a quarter pounder, though. I get the quarter pounder deluxe, in fact. So there's Ooh. tomato. And man, I'm a fancy boy. But sometimes they put like way too much, like bathed in mayo. I just like, like a little, a little, just a little, no, a little, a little, cum, a little cum splash. <laughs> yeah. A little, <laughs> a little, I want a, not a, yeah. You know, I got you. <laughs> so, what um, are your French fried favorite... dipping sauces? Oh, uh, I like a barbecue or a, or a rare. <laughs> that's a new one. I don't remember that one. Um, it's a yeah, like that's too point. much mayo. The first oh, one God. is just enough mayo. And this is a, that's a, that's it's, way too much. It's like that, that one, yeah, a little bottle, solid might have yeah, scored it That out. one, the bottle needs to be refilled. It's, it's <laughs> running at me. <laughs> oh, what? No. The, the bottle fell refilled. in the toilet. <laughs> Is no, no that's when you drop the burger in the pool. Yes, that's that's that we there's, caught that live. There's no one there to get it out, unfortunately, because they removed all these employees with the kiosks. <laughs> that's just just floating. like a a beef patty, a burger patty, like floating in a pool, and people wondering what it is. It's like that scene in Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Judorino asks, being pizza elitists, what do you think of dipping pizza in ranch? Big thumbs down. All the thumbs pizza. down. No ranch on pizza. Have some ranch self is forbidden from pizza. Also, buffalo chicken forbidden from pizza. And I want to be, yeah. I, 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 and I and I say this with the asterisk of, I understand how outside of the New York tri-state area, you could have a buffalo chicken pizza, and that could have been just a regular part of your upbringing. That could be its own little, like, fusion dish, fusion American-Italian dish, but it is not traditional pizza. The internet exists. You can live in Nebraska and have and know what good pizza is, even if you have no access yeah. to it. Now, also, I've, oh, go ahead. I, I've never had a buffalo chicken pizza, so I'm just to clarify: is it a regular like cheese pizza slice with buffalo chicken pieces on top, or is the sauce somehow different? Also, no, it's where they just throw. Well, what I've seen is they just throw buffalo chicken dipped sauce uh, chicken on there. So I've seen it done both ways, where it's like. It's a, tra- a traditional pie, tomato, cheese, dough, piazza. Piazza. Uh, and uh, then they put the the buffalo, ch- the, the chicken slices dipped in buffalo sauce mm-hmm. as topped on the pizza. And then they'll like draw on ranch sauce, like ridiculous. Oh, like, like, no, that, it, no, no. I've that's seen that or fun. I've seen that same thing, but without where it's like a flatbread almost with buffalo on it and then some cheese, well, not pizza but not the tomato sauce. So yeah, it's, it's different. Buffalo chicken sandwich. Yeah. Also, uh, I really don't like buffalo sauce. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it either. Uh, it's just all the wrong. I have to be in a, in a mood for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many better things to put on the wings. There's better hot sauces. I agree. I, feel I will like say that. our beloved Roll and Roaster does their chicken wings the right way. They have oh a nice hot God. garlic sauce. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's the shit. I sometimes eat those motherfucking things plain. Yeah. No sauce. That's how I'm quite addicted it. to the uh, the Korean, like soy garlic, spicy kind of flavor. That's my yep. favorite. Rob, like I thought a good we were. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. We're, we're going to do the sequel to your playing the, the uh, Bangs app. The game where we were going to look at your McDonald's. Oh app. yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got we got thrown <laughs> off there. Okay, I'm very so curious. I'm getting, I'm getting a promo for the Cardi B Offset meal drop. This is what they Excuse do now. <laughs> well, I guess the, the they get like celebrities to kind of tell tell you what their order is, and you can go and order that combo. How many things? First of all, can how many ways can you combine McDonald's menu items? There's not. It can't be that many. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, just looking at this. It's, so it's a combo meal, I guess. You know, you get it as a couple, and this was a Valentine's Day promotion because Cardi B is married to Offset. And uh, so it looks like a high C and a Coca-Cola, a quarter pounder, a cheeseburger, one fries, and an apple pie. That's the meal. So you share the fries and the apple pie, I guess? That's like yeah. sharing the appetizer and the dessert? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Eh. Uh, so anyway, so do y'all people be adding an apple pie, <laughs> <laughs> <At> McDonald's? <laughs> That's your Cardi B impression. Yes, I well, I, listen, I did my Cardi B impression like four shows ago, and you said it was great. So don't insult me now. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just clarifying. Oh. I, I apologize. Uh, oh, you. Oh, you. In case someone just thought I spontaneously decided to talk like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rob doesn't you. know what offset sounds like, so he just wanted to make sure it wasn't him. Oh, okay. I got you. It must be so great <laughs> to be so famous that like your Grubhub order from McDonald's becomes <laughs> promotional. Like, yeah. what do we got to do to make $10 million this week? Oh, whatever we just ordered from McDonald's, just send them a text. By the way, and and again, I say this, you know, I don't mean this to sound ableist, but Uh I do not understand how anybody would Grubhub McDonald's. Get your ass to the McDonald's. I do it all the time. If I want, as I said, that's the only way I have McDonald's. Like every few months for lunch, we'll just. Is it it just cold by the time it gets to you? Like the fries are not. It's fine. Know. That stuff is all chemically altered. It still tastes good. You even need if to it's eat cold. it right away. That's my oh, thing. I can't imagine it's cold fine. McDonald's except it's, like and ice it's, cream. It's, it's I like can imagine warm and it's fine. I mean, I Dude, can't I imagine wish. not rejecting it and putting it in my mouth. So. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm already resigning to McDonald's, it has to be under the best possible circumstances. Sometimes you yeah. it's not the best circumstances if you have to step into a McDonald's. That's automatically not <laughs> That's the best. Fair. Well, they're really trying to make them seem upscale now. Like, you know, they're just really redesigning. Yeah, they've the remodeled them now to look more like Starbucks's. I, I don't like it. There's no but color the, in them. But the frosty machines are always, the McFlurry machines are always still oh, broken. I will say in my area, the McFlurry machine is is quite functioning. So well, I have 9,000 9, oh points. So what can you do with that? Is that uh, enough to redeem for a reward? Oh yeah, so like six thousand points gets you one of their signature burgers. I could get probably a whole meal for free. <laughs> You're already vom- vomit. <laughs> I'm already getting the acid reflux. My body's already <laughs> negatively reacting. This brain is like space cleared. Insert McDonald's. Why <laughs> <laughs> is no McDonald's here? Let's see. Can you order okay, one so- of us something like gift us a burger? I don't believe you can transfer that. Yeah, that's, that's the whole sad. thing. They want you to use them on yourself. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And they always have rewards. Too. So they always have like other enticements. Like you can get a large fries for a dollar if you spend a dollar. So if you buy anything else, you can add. Lar- I'm not here shilling for the McDonald's, but I'm just saying it's just more. It's more efficient. You get a better bang for your buck. And you don't have to touch those dirty kiosks or, God forbid, interact with another person. Promo code RABA. <laughs> yeah. Promo code RABA, yeah. <laughs> but I do another thing. Like Taco Bell, I prefer using their app or or the kiosk. Because, again, I like to customize my uh, tacos and my order. And it's much easier to do myself. Taco Bell is one that I try to avoid grubhubbing because the tacos always arrive soggy. Yeah. That you need yeah. sort of fresh. But McDonald's yeah, you eat it right away. Problem. This Sometimes, might sound uh, the Taco Bell by you, uh, Sid, is actually the one that I. There's actually one that opened close to me, but I, I prefer the the larger space of, of the one by you. <laughs> okay. I really don't like, uh, honestly, I don't like uh, public, you know, like uh, service uh, industry interactions with those apps because I, I think there's some inherent value to interacting with humans, you know, and that's like a base level thing that i i don't want to say i like to do it but i think it's like a natural fundamental human thing so i don't i feel a little wary of replacing all that with technology somewhat i uh from an ethical standpoint i completely agree with you but from a convenience standpoint it just it it works for rather yeah (laughs) it's just easier for me 
Taylor Jade with an interesting question. Does the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell count as pizza? No. No. no I don't think so. It's, it's good. Its own, it's its own thing. It's its right. own spin. And that's why I don't find that offensive, because I don't think they're really trying to make pizza. Right. Like that. Yeah. And there are, isn't it just like a, what's that called? Not a tostada, but oh, like, yeah, a tostada. It sort of is. It's like yeah. two like fried tortillas. Yeah. And stuff so in it's, it's kind of a, it's it's a twist on an actual Mexican. You dish. could also almost call it Mexican lasagna, though there is a Mexican lasagna that has a different name, but you could almost call it that because it's just, it's as similar to lasagna as it is to pizza. Uh, Duderino says, haven't had Burger King in a decade. Yeah, I have I, noticed yeah, that on the yeah. West Coast. They're way. Ra- I feel like in New York, I guess even in New York, there aren't even that many anymore. Uh, they are very prevalent, like in in Virginia at rest stops. I feel they're always a Burger King. The quality of Burger King dropped a whole lot in the last decade or so. Uh, yeah, there's one. There's one that's not too bad. Uh, uh, not too far from me. It's run by uh, Muslim Muslim people, so it's like about- halal. And no, they take they do a good job. Everything is always it's always clean and like well prepared. Uh, which is it, it, they do. I'm pretty sure they do have bacon there. Which is turkey they, bacon. I wonder yeah, if maybe. it is. I don't know. I never I never get fast food bacon, uh, so I I, I I cannot speak. I happen to like turkey bacon better than pork bacon. So mm, I wouldn't well, go that far, but I'm I'm not anti turkey. I don't mind. Yeah, I agree with you, Sid. It's like uh, a different little thing. It's it's a but, nice once in a while change your pace i agree overall burger king is boring but the whopper is my favorite uh you know a tier fast food fast food burger i feel it it beats the big mac beats the wendy's burger it's the classic do you what are you guys i think we've had this i, feel I don't like know that it. i've had the whopper either ever <laughs> i don't remember i always would get the chicken sandwich at burger wow. king oh man the long the the hero one yeah, yeah. Maybe you know we need to do like you know how that dipshit from uh, Barstool Sports does that one bite pizza review. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to do one bite fast food burger reviews. We'll just go like, all right, you know the rules. One bite, one bite. Well, I think how we do it is we all go to like Rob. We go to your place. We get on the apps and we order from each fast food place so we could all just have it at the same time and do like side by side instead of going to each fast food place and trying to get our hunger up mm. all over again. That seems like asking for trouble. Oh, I'm not saying we do it all uh, uh, in one day. This is a, a multi-week series. Oh, my God. <laughs> like wow. One oh, day we wow. just try Whoppers and rate them. That's I don't know if video. my ass can take all that. One shit. day we try. I've never been to it uh, or I've been to a Checkers. But I have not. I, I feel it's not good. We can go to that one. Go to Wendy's. We can go to Burger Popeye's. Popeyes, of course. Well, Popeyes doesn't have burgers. They don't have beef. Mm, I guess we could do the. Then, then once we do all the 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 beef burgers, we transition to the chicken sandwich. You know, keep the series going. All right. Yeah. Uh, Taylor says, "I've never been. I'm assuming to a Burger King. So, yeah. do I need the Whopper on my bucket list now? Absolutely, <laughs> Taylor. You absolutely need to try. If the bucket the is best. a barf bucket, then yes. Yeah, <laughs> dead bucket list. If it includes yeah. a Whopper on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's go fine. skydiving." It's fine. It's really not something to like go out of your way for. Climb Mount Everest, <laughs> jump out of an airplane, <laughs> eat a whopper. If your bucket list item could be achieved at a drive-through within 15 minutes of where you are right now, then you need a better yeah. bucket list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I need to experience a Slurpee. Seven <laughs> Eleven. I mean, I understand if you just came to this country from like a third world country, and right. this is like something that like seems like true Americana. But if you're from here, then I've always wanted to drive through a toll booth. <laughs> Can't wait to try that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's basically what you're saying when you want to try a Whopper. Um. Yeah, now I'm hungry. Now I kind yeah. of want McDonald's. I kind of talked myself into it. <laughs> Go order, order some... it now through the app and see how quick it takes to show Let's up. See if it comes here before the show's over. No, I don't want. It's close. I could just walk. Maybe I'll take start streaming from my phone and just live stream the walk over there. It's not too far from me. It's only a few blocks. I guess it's like eight blocks. It's it's a bit of a That's... walk. You run out of stuff to talk about by then. Yeah, like you guys would have to run the show and I would just chime in. You know, I'd be on mute, but then when I have something witty to say, I would unmute and contribute. (laughs) Seems like a lot. Yeah, I don't want to walk. That's why you order on Grubhub. They bring it to you. Walking is on Rob's bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I do a lot of walking. Uh, I I love a good walk with, you know, the the whole gang, the whole pack. Who's the pack? Uh, my boyfriend and my dog. Oh, that's uh, three feet three living okay. things a pack. How dare you! Don't you <laughs> insult my pack? That's a couple and a pet. My wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family unit. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Rob wants to swim to Burger King. Says Judrino. I would be into that. Hmm. There used to be a Burger King uh, not too far from where I lived, and I would go all the time on Avenue U. Oh, yeah. Right across the street from a McDonald's, actually. Yeah, of course. Very, it, no it was, longer was, there, in case anyone yeah. is wondering. Is the McDonald's, the McDonald's still there? Still? I know they no, the McDonald's. McDonald's is sure, there. Yeah. Burger King is gone. Okay. Yeah. Burger King is now a, I believe, a gyro, uh, Mediterranean gyro restaurant. Oh, yeah. I drove past it, and they, but like, you know, you could still see the shell of the Burger King like castle. <laughs> they just well, is it called Gyro them. King now? Does they, they just keep some of the signage? Mm. Right down the block from that, where Burger King used to be, like two doors over, is a Jewish kosher Chinese restaurant called Sizzling Wok. That my ex-wife and I used to jokingly call Sizzling Cock. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. It's just we're very immature. Was that because it was good or because it was bad? No, it was a frequent uh, source of ordering because she has a a, uh, shellfish allergy. So Mm. if she wants uh, Chinese food, it has to be Jewish Mm. because they don't use shellfish. Wow, that's very Mm. – that's – lucky there was one nearby. God damn. Yeah, because you can't – like even the places that – like if they even if they like separate the pans apparently like that's not enough like they have to not have shellfish in the whole store or she, or yeah. she can't eat it so. not worth the risk so the a jews came to the rescue yeah <laughs> it is well her uh, uh brother-in-law it's even worse like he would he like he just if there's like nuts in the room or something i feel like he he gets like little symptoms and if he eats a nut a single nut he can die like if there's a, whenever there was a birthday celebration we have to make sure if so whoever's getting the cake they have to make sure there's no not a single nut touched this cake 
and you would freak out the employees uh, understandably so they were like you know oh my god i think i think let me check because they don't yeah i don't want to be sued later because this motherfucker died right is it i feel i don't want to sound dim but like i feel like these extreme nut allergies are relatively new right like like were they always or or we just didn't know about them i think it's just ago I think it's new that people get these symptoms and discover that they have nut allergies. Like maybe mm-hmm. the, the detection is more higher. detectable now. Yeah. But also there could be something to people's immune systems weakening from all the garbage that we breathe in every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, discounting that they have these allergies. I think it, it's very real and it, it's, it's troubling. It just seems like it didn't, it wasn't as prevalent. Uh, Are the nuts just stronger now? That's possible too. They're, they're making super nuts. I mean, I, or, I you know, I know you're joking, like pesticides but or whatever. And, yeah, or, I, you know, I know. like whatever. They just could be like nuts on steroids or whatever. It's Rob's favorite. DVD the nuts series. are making the frogs gay. <laughs> Listen, people, <laughs> we have the perfect counter to all the steroid nuts that they're selling out there. Go to my store, get my new Alex Jones anti-nut testosterone formula. <laughs> It'll make you a man. That's why Tucker Carlson was tanning his nuts. Oh, he gets all right. the toxins off of them. Cross promotion. <laughs> if you're nuts about nuts, use promo code Alex. How did we get on any of what we've talked about so far on the show? None of this was in the rundown. How I, did we did half know. an hour on McDonald's and Wawa? I have no idea how that happened. Sometimes I don't know. I do know this one immediately. Because it was episode 7-Eleven. Uh, and we went into Wawa. Uh, then we uh, went into food. It Very happy I remember that. Happens. We're, like, we're going into an episode. I'm like, we don't really have much to talk about this week. I hope we don't like run out like halfway through. Us? And then we do a fucking hour on something that was not planned at all. And we don't even get to the stuff we were trying to. It's a amazing. Bu- bunch of yentas on this show. <laughs> you would think when the female Jew left the show that the yenta quotient would go down, but it did yep. not at all. We're here. We're yentas. Get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You're not used to it by 711 episodes. I don't know what to tell you. Speaking of Jews, have any of us been assaulted yet today? Isn't today like the day of hate? Like we're all supposed to get assaulted today? I was not, it was I not on my radar at all. What, what, what is, is this? Did some Nazis get together and assign yeah. this to be the day of uh, yes. beating up Jews? Okay. That's exactly it. My aunt called me yesterday in case I hadn't heard to alert me to not go outside today because. Well, I feel like pretty me. passing, right? I've never, in fact, yeah. related to what Rob just said, in my life, I've never announced that I've them jewish and had anyone react with anything but shock same (laughs) but i haven't really announced it since like in elementary school i remember people being surprised oh and if and a frequent follow-up question is usually like but you're not jewish jewish right yeah and i'm like absolutely not then you give the george (laughs) santos answer that you're jewish yeah no well yeah (laughs) before he ruined it yeah, I am. I mean, I, I don't know how to put it any other way, but I'm Jewish by family bond, and that's really it. I don't do shit towards my Judaism, other than being immersed in the cultural trappings yeah. of Judaism, but that's about it. So I, do, I I looked this up, and yet again, this feels like something that like two people said that the Anti-Defamation League 
created like gave far more. Well, it takes only to... it only takes one person to shoot up a synagogue. Okay, so l- l- let me just read. This. But they could do that any day. It doesn't have to be sure. a branded hate yeah. day. Yeah, like white supremacist groups are trying to organize a quote national day of hate coincide with the Jewish Sabbath this weekend, according to the Anti-Defamation League. The particular effort is organized with a small neo-Nazi group based in eastern Iowa. So watch out for those eastern Iowan white supremacists in Brooklyn, Sid. Uh, with, while, okay, quote. They can get on a while, Greyhound, Rob. While the ADL is not... <laughs> while the ADL is not aware of any specific threats... We know that these groups are hoping for increased anti-Semitic flyer distributions, protests, and graffiti. Now, well, had, uh, way to give them publicity, ADL. Now, now, any of these low Nazis looking for a tribe <laughs> will know where to look. I think uh, this reminds me of something that I, I, I might have mentioned on the show before, but this is something that distresses me about anti-Semitism. Is that when I was a kid, and I, 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 I would assume you would feel the same way about this, uh, the default position was to ridicule them, that they were ridiculous. We've all mostly, you know, with a certain layer of exception, our society has mostly shunned public displays of overt racism. That doesn't mean racism is gone mm-hmm. from society, but it means that the majority of people, at least even if you are racist, most of them recognize you don't go in the supermarket and say the N-word anymore. They've sort of closeted themselves, again, with a certain layer of exception. And I think these people were outliers and they were ridiculed. And if you saw a Nazi, you would say, look at this fucking jerk off. And I think in the past 10 years or so, it has shifted towards being extremely scared of them constantly. And I don't like that. I think we're letting them win almost by like well, okay, hiding so under now, your bed. Uh, to add a little more context, mm-hmm. so that was that was a, a you know in New York there was actually like a weird white supremacist protest. There was a Broadway musical now parade. Are you going? Which is Rob? About uh, I'm not going. It seems like a bit of a bummer. What's song. parade about? Is it gay related? It's, surprisingly, it is not about a parade. Uh, I believe it's about the Holocaust. No. Uh, what is it? What the fuck? What it a was, bad I, name. Well, for I, show. Sort of some Jewish guy in America who got lynched or something. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. There we go. I was going to say, not only what a bad name. Not only are you uh, going to bum out people who think the show's about a parade, yeah. you're also steering away your top audience who loves the Holocaust and don't get to, they don't want to see a fucking parade show. So there was apparently a white supremacist uh, protest outside of the Broadway show, which I think that that is uh, a, a newsworthy event to prevent. Yeah, I don't say An event like, to prevent. I don't say they shouldn't cover it or something like that. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to downplay that. Uh, and so I guess with that, because of that, now uh, Mayor Eric Adams, our, our tough on crime mayor. Yeah. Great uh, friend who, to the Jewish community. Honorary Jew, uh, Eric Adams. Friend of Israel. Uh, <laughs> uh, took to, he apparently got on stage after the musical on Thursday night to uh, assure everyone. <laughs> yeah, he did he do a number? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to assure everyone that, that, that this is, there's no place for this kind of hate in New York. 
So, Staten so Island now, maybe a little bit. So New rest. York, <laughs> New York has rebranded now. There's going to be uh, since Saturday was declared a national day of hate. Not here in New York, pal. Right here in New York today. It's a Saturday, national day of Canisius. <laughs> February twenty fifth. It's actually the day of resolve. Yeah, Wait, the, the day st- of resolve. <laughs> the stain remover. Uh, yeah. It's sponsored by Resolve. Fucking capitalism. Um, Everything's got a sponsorship now. That's hilarious. Uh, I guess the idea is that, well, I rightfully, I, I understand why now that there's added security at synagogues today because it is the Sabbath and there is right. a higher uh, uh, uptick in, in visits to these religious establishments where there have been shootings recently. Don't say um, rightfully. It sounds too much like rightfully. That's a fair point. Uh, So I I guess the uh, Jewish leaders are trying to encourage people to still show up for uh, religious offerings and not be afraid because it is you have to have resolve against this hate. Yeah, in case your Ku Klux Klan robe has a big mustard stain on it, you got to use resolve to get it out (laughs) before you go to the rally. Resolve promo code livecast. <laughs> oh man! So I guess it's somewhere in the in the city right now, they're holding outdoor Shabbat service. Oh, and it's like 25, it. 30 degrees. Like not a great day yeah. for an outdoor. Well, service. you can't do it indoor. You can't turn the lights on. <laughs> <You need> the <laughs> well, it's daytime. Yeah, wow. You just hope they have windows. Mm-hmm. Vista. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Anyway, how do we get on this? Dusty, <laughs> your, your mom Dusty. said. We were talking My about aunt. the hatred uh, the hatred thing. Oh, your aunt. The hatred fest, fest that's happening. Dusty Rose Muffler said Shabbat ranks. <laughs> Before I made the Shabbat ranks connection, I was like, he wants us to rank Sabbaths? What are the options? I don't even know. I was very confused. Yeah, like, how, many, how many different Sabbaths could there be? I guess like top two, Sabbath or not Sabbath, which is your number one. Not really, well, number one is Ozzy version, Ozzy era Sabbath. Then oh, I would say okay. Dio. I had just had a really good joke on deck, but I, I realized at the last second it re, it relied on confusing Shabba ranks with Shaggy, so I had to shelve it. It was just a funny Jew on the spot Jew parody of uh, <laughs> it wasn't me. So. Oh well. All right. Well. Um, before the show, uh, we got into a bit of a conversation about our listeners. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a, a, a thing about our list, like a, a ranking of our listeners by location. Oh, yeah. And I know, Sid, you saw it, so you can't answer. But Darren, could you guess what country we have the most listeners from after the United States? Like, obviously, the U.S. is number one. What's number two? Canada. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, Is it a fact? I, you know, oh. I, th- oh, I, I let me stop you here. I remember looking at this, and it was like six months ago. And I remember we looked at this, and it was something strange. Like, not the country is strange, but something you wouldn't expect, I mean, by strange. And I, now I can't pull it up. I can't remember. But it's something that you go, what? Really? Well, it is, in fact, Germany. Now, that wasn't what I was thinking, but that is interesting, too. It's Germany. National yeah. Days of Hate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, all our German listeners. I, I wonder. No, hey, 
<laughs> I'm glad we could help German people learn about Jewish culture. Well, I'll say one thing about the Germans. <laughs> they did a great job of self-policing their own Nazi bullshit. Yes, and I love their absolutist anti-Nazi laws. I'm all about it. I just think it's a little different there because they had, you know. Yeah. They had the ovens, so. <laughs> Kind of, but, but they're, like they're they're doing it right, I feel, right? Yeah, now they make right? schnitzel in those ovens. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that it's extra cool. seasoning of like your relatives. Could you guess the third country, Darren? Chile. No, India. Oh, oh okay. We we have we ever had a caller from either of those two countries? We've had South Asian callers. But not, I don't think India. We'd love uh, some feedback from our German or Indian listeners. Hit us up, RIP Alivecast at gmail.com. Uh, Jado, Jadov Music says, Where's Finnish listener. Finnish listener here also learned plenty of Jewish culture from you guys. Oh, Proud of wonderful that. job. Uh, Australia is, in fact, our fourth most uh, listened to country or or location of our most listeners. <laughs> uh, the fourth most is Australia, followed by Singapore. Hello, right. Singaporeans. Wow, this Take is it. just all over the place. Followed by France. How about France. Uh, Canada? Where's Canada fall on that? So it's France, then the UK, and then Canada. Oh, okay. That seems odd to me. I feel like and then I always think Japan. Of, I often think of Canada as just like a like a extension of the u.s i know they hate that but i mean culturally it's very similar to the u.s yeah I, and and yeah like i get what you're saying like for example i remember when i was running metal injection canada was easily our our second most visited from country it was like u.s canada then uk then germany something like that but then we did that very rude anvil documentary watch along and the canada oh maybe that was it uh Dusty asks, "What are these metrics based on?" These are our overall. These are our, all all of our podcast listens from any uh, service. From any service, not just Spotify. I did. We did kind of roast Celine Dion a few weeks ago. Too. Yeah, could have dropped. Just Rob, Rob singing her song is just is automatic roasting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Canada. I'm with Celine on this one, and Canada <laughs> squarely on the side of Canada. But it, and how how far down uh, do we have, have every country on there? Uh, I mean, there's I mean the the top the top ten fills out with Japan and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. though, not according to this. Not according uh, to these stats. Metric eleven through twenty. So eleven is Mauritius. 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 I've never heard of this country. Somewhere in the Indian Ocean. You should go visit. Clearly, you have a fan base there. Yeah, that's Clearly. number hit eleven. Mauritians, hit us up. Well, it could just be. I think one it's person. pronounced Martians. One, it could be one, could be one Mauritian who downloaded, uh, who just really got into the the show. Oh, I thought hit it was up. R.I.P. A livecast at gmail.com. It's by. It could download. also be somebody who's from somewhere else vacationing and downloading on their vacation. Mm. Yeah, you know, Italy, Portugal, Ireland, Norway, Mexico, Yana. South Africa, Denmark, Chile, Sweden, and now, and now just we're getting into like countries. 
<laughs> now we're now we're in like very small download uh, figures, so it, it's you know it's not here or there. It is like it does kind of freak me out that like you know i don't know we don't have like joe rogan numbers on this show or anything but the fact that someone just wakes up and like in fucking mauritius and puts our voices on it's kind of like really cool to me yeah agreed we love you it doesn't get any less mind-blowing 20 <laughs> years on not that we don't true. love the american uh listeners because we do yeah. Sometimes Dusty you want Rose, that strange. Dusty Rose Muffler asks, which, which country would you fuck, Sid? Oh, man. I, don't, I think the better question is, which country wouldn't I fuck? I'm a country slut. As long as they come to me. Damn. I don't want to go to the country. The country would have to come here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Sid uh, host. He doesn't travel. Yeah. Well, Italy looks like a, uh, a high-class ladies' boot, so if you... You could mm, fuck your into that. heel crease. Yeah. Sure. Not my thing, but <laughs> I respect all kinks. Rob? Mostly. Which country would you fuck, Rob? Mm. Sunflower uh, seed, Slovenia. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Brazil? I like the uh, I like the men that come from Brazil. The BBLs? Do men what? get BBLs in the? What is what does BBL stand for? Brazilian, Brazilian butt lift. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that's a whole thing too uh, for for certain guys. But is I'm that not a, a, a? I'm a, not into a, fake butts. I'm with Sid. All natural, please. You? How about any enhancement on a man in any any part of their body? Not Do into you? it. Calf implants? No. <laughs> no. What if it's, it's done? Silly. What about chest? That's your thing. Is chests? What about man has? Oh no, I'm. Ve- I can't get into that. It look. It looks too fake for me. What if it's like a great job though, and you, and you you didn't know, but the man revealed to you this is fake. Would that turn? Uh, off? Oh, then I would be okay with it. If if it, you know, that's fine. But you can tell. That's the thing. Right, I'm saying yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you can tell, I get the visual. I'm okay point. with that. But like it wouldn't, it wouldn't theoretically. Just the concept of it wouldn't turn you off if it looked nice. Yeah, but it's Sid never says the opposite. Sid says even if they look nice, he would be turned off the fact that mm. the person altered themselves. Yeah. It's like cheating. Yeah. What about would you would you hook up with somebody with a cleft palate, Rob? Hmm. Ableist. Maybe. Prevent you from doing anything that might be good for brain somehow. <laughs> yeah, it depends how the rest of them look. All right, the rest of them is completely non cleft. <laughs> okay, well, the palette the is the only thing that's cleft. The rest of them looks like Shawn Michaels 1992. <laughs> I like that Dusty Rhodes keeps uh lobbying me to answer <laughs> if I will. Fuck Kerry Von Eric's prosthetic foot pussy. So no, right. the answer is no, I will not. But he did he have you one? Right? <laughs> well, he had Kerry a fake was... foot. He had a fake oh. foot that he, he wrestled with. So I'm oh. guessing that well, was he had a match against the fake foot. What was wrong? <laughs> he lost yeah. his foot in at a the Dallas Sportatorium. <laughs> they had a 60-minute time limit draw. <laughs> and Miss Connor. <laughs> The foot pussy. That's like next level bum fights when it's just a guy fighting his own prosthetic foot. That's I think like I've seen status. that on the Q train before. 
Oh my god. I also HMO that, on a pole match. I saw that in front of the kiosk at McDonald's too. That's <laughs> when I started using the app like Robba. <laughs> yeah, I can't You gotta get those points. I can't be walking into these prosthetic foot matches anymore. I just they'll just <laughs> deliver it to me. I think Bill After covered that one. <laughs> well, journalism. There was a big foot pussy on the cover of uh, TWI with the uh, with the big gold belts. He's like, they had they had to put the belt. That's what Dave Meltzer said. They had to put the belt on the foot pussy, even if you know <laughs> next week you take it off him, you do a title switch again, it's fine. But... Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of McDonald's earlier, did you see uh, Trump was at McDonald's? No, no, but well, I don't went, doubt it. Uh, he went to East Palestine uh, earlier uh, earlier this week. He was the first big politician to to make the trip down there, and I so guess he like, went. To- Dem- Dems were so. Sh- and by the way, if you don't know what happened in East Palestine, there was a massive uh, train derailment, mm-hmm. and the train was carrying toxic chemicals. And somehow they thought that the best best idea, best way to, to deal with this is to dump the toxic chemicals in the local water supply. Poison. Well, did they the dump it or water. did they just spill in there? I I haven't been keeping. I believe they dumped tabs. it. And uh they said And who is the they there? that thought this was the thing to do? The the railroad uh company, National I forgot the name of it. Northern uh, Amtrak, I think. No, no, no. It's uh, not Amtrak. Something with Northern in it. Uh, uh, look it up, Darren. As I finish all this story, quilted and so, northern, and and basically the the water supply and the air was poisoned to the point that all the water animals died. All the local foxes died. Like all the all the pets, the in local the area foxes, died. all the animals in the area died. Uh, the only so and, you don't mean like the local good looking people? No. You mean actual foxes? Actual foxes, yes. Not metaphorical foxes. Literal foxes. Norfolk Norfolk Southern. Okay. Uh, And so... I'm I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm looking for this video of Trump as I'm telling this story. Anyway, the, the story wasn't really covered too much in the press and i feel like uh very much undercovered because this is a a, a, a national tragedy and, and this this rail line should be blamed and uh you know truthfully a lot of deregulation during the trump era helped usher it in but also there was almost a strike where railroad workers were calling for safety precautions that could have prevented something like this and of course biden stepped into uh prevent that strike from happening and those safety precautions did not get added and then this happened and since there's been like two or three other derailments as well in other parts of the country anyway long story short uh they were trying to make the story go away and then trump goes and shows up and hangs out with the people he's palestine a man of the people donald trump uh and uh he was the first one to go to the point that they were so embarrassed that they shuffled along pete Buttigieg, pete booty judge uh to show up just to make an appearance the funny thing uh, about this is i saw everybody like in the news saying like this is such a publicity stunt oh my god trump going there so no shit like of course it's a publicity stunt. you think he yeah shit about anybody but that yeah the point is the, anything. the point is that he knows how does donald trump know the correct publicity stunt to do and you fucking don't 
and you have to yeah, be shamed exactly. into it by Donald Trump. Like that's how he won the fucking last time, you idiots! Like by knowing- oh, also, uh, there's been like very weird shaming of the people of the town for like greeting him and stuff, and it's like this is the only politician that's giving them any attention. Like their fucking lives are ruined. And, and, you know, like, and again, I am in no way a fan of Donald Trump, but like have, have some sympathy for these people. Uh, anyway, there was another classic Trump line, you know, when, when this, I, I provide all this context just to provide a little bit of a laugh, okay. which, so Trump, the thing is Trump went to, to see these people. It's not like he's like donating money to help repair the water or whatever. He just brought some of his shitty fucking merch he wrote his fucking Make America Great Again ads uh, uh, to hand out and get himself some publicity. And then he, he delivered this amazing line. Here we go. Um, enjoy your. So he's at McDonald's right now, by the way, for our audio listeners. And there's a ton of people around. Him. Meal. And we're going to get the meals for the fire department. Okay. Hello, everybody. What's your specialty today? How are you today? Nice to meet you. Hold on. Hello, everybody. He asks McDonald's, what's your specialty today? There's no special at McDonald's. Could it be that he was kidding about like, uh, yeah. what's your specialty? Is that McDonald's? a McDonald's? Yes. I can't tell what it is. You, you'll see when he gets to the counter. Oh. What's your specialty today? <laughs> How are you today? Nice to meet you. Hello, everybody. That's a nice, beautiful looking group of people. <laughs> so I know this menu better than you do. Okay? <laughs> I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire. Department. I am the best consumer of McDonald's. <laughs> no one better than me. Okay. I eat it every day. Some of you losers. Maybe once a month, Raba, when you have the app. <laughs> How many points do you think he has on the app, Trump? I don't use an app. That's where he's an actual billionaire. I like to get down with the people, okay? With the people like you and your ivory tower, your woke, scold, ivory tower that can't get in to go. You have to use an app. He has so many points. I don't have an app. I have a a boy. I tell him my order, then he runs down and he gets it. (laughs) He has so many points that his reward is he can do anal with Grimace. (laughs) <laughs> i have a mcdonald's black card like the american express black card i can have a pallet of big macs delivered to my house anytime <laughs> we should have him doing the uh the jingle like Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. i'm loving it frankly i'm loving it <laughs> you know <laughs> We had Trump rank the presidents. We should have ranked the fast food joints too. Like <laughs> checkers, never tried it. Looks terrible. McDonald's, <laughs> right from Central Casting. When you think fast food, you think McDonald's. The old the fries. Fries are good. Great fries. Do you have great fries? Gotta admit. Burger King. He's no king. There's only one king here, and that's Donald. You know the Whoppers all right, but stay away from those fries. Now, my Trump impression is off tonight. I'm sorry, folks. I apologize. You haven't had McDonald's yet today. That helps yeah, the right. it greases the vocal cords properly. <laughs> Nobody knows the McDonald's menu better than I do. I'm the best <laughs> McDonald's person. <laughs> Can you add it? Like he probably loves the fillet of fish as well, which a lot oh. of people say many positive things about the fillet of fish, but I just can't bring myself. No, you ever tried it? Have it. I've never tried it, no. 
It just doesn't seem like something that can be produced quickly and efficiently and, and with good taste. Yeah, it's just your tempting fate. And this is somebody that, that has ordered the the calamari strips of White Castle. <laughs> Wait, they have calamari is... strips? Yeah. Or Not like clam strips? strips? Clam strips, that's what it is. Why did I say calamari? I mean, who knows yeah. what it's actually made of. Yeah, well, whatever it is. Why doesn't seem better anyway? <laughs> it's just fried dough. Yeah. Uh, There's probably like three molecules of calamari in there, whatever yeah. the fuck. And I do enjoy the shrimp from Popeyes. Popeyes, I feel Popeyes is a quality operation. I'm, I've been fooled by their propaganda. It does um, vary from location to location. Yes, yeah. yes, I agree. You have to, you have to have a good spot. I'm an expert. I I am the best consumer of Popeyes. <laughs> I better know this better, many better than anyone in this. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> Sid. I question how much you've gone to Popeyes. Just saying, <laughs> not that much, honestly. <laughs> what What are some of the best Popeyes in the city? Are there ones in Manhattan? Are there Popeyes in Manhattan now? I guess I think probably the somewhere. Open. There's one actually around Times Square. I actually just saw. Oh, that stay away. That there's just, no way that's good. I just went to the Popeyes in the Junction, uh, in where uh, Brooklyn College in Brooklyn. is. Yes, and I had the best Popeyes sandwich I've had anywhere. They is it just, still like a half Popeyes, half Wendy's? Is it that one or a different one? No, it's just Popeyes. Oh, there's oh. no Wendy's over there anymore. Oh, RIP a Wendy's. Yeah. Wendy's are dropping like flies. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Back to fast food. Yeah. We have two topics on this show. <laughs> we do fast food better than anybody, folks. Trump and fast food. No, dude, Reno, I have never had Raisin Cane's chicken. I don't oh, think they have is. that around us at all. I think that's yeah. I've never heard of it. Thing as far as I've heard of it, but I've never had the opportunity. Sad. They have raisins in their food, or I hope. Oh, that's a deal breaker. I don't want no fucking raisins in my chicken. What kind of shit is that? Is there yeah, cocaine in it? That might be raisins. I don't know if raisins go with cocaine. A lot of people put raisins in the food. Raisins? What is this? I said, wait, wait. When I was a kid, there was no raisins in food. There's no raisins in anything. There were no raisins. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Gene Simmons is in the news. Oh, folks. this fuck. What's he I doing? Well, um, Darren, if you have... Six thousand dollars just burning a hole in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You, in fact, can give it to Gene Simmons. Oh, oh, that didn't occur to me. But I'll think about it. <laughs> do I get anything out of this, or do I just hand him money? You can oh. go and hang out with him at the oh. Road Studios and record a song. Oh, for, for only six thousand dollars. I can record a song for less than that anyway. Like, what am I? The added experience, but not at not at Abbey Road. Podcast. <laughs> it's it's is is there any like pre existing connection between Gene Simmons and Abbey Road? Like, is did Kiss famously record there or something? This seems like completely random. Like, he's just on vacation in England and he's just going to show up there one day and see if they let him in. It seems. I, why is this a, a thing? My uh, uh, beloved the past aunt, uh, for whom I lit the yardside candles, uh, her name <laughs> was Abby. Abby, of course. Abby. <laughs> and she died on the road outside my house, but I yes. wouldn't let her in. Very tragic. <laughs> Who 
will be selling Kiss and Abigail uh, shirts and coffins. <laughs> <laughs> and yard site candles, of course. In this the Kiss Photoshop, store. by the way, is horrendous. Oh, yes, that yeah, hair. Like Where'd this? they come up with that hair for? Oh, no, wait, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's his hair. What's that uh, potted plant the... in the front that they had? That's put Paul in? Stanley. <laughs> That part, potted plant is like put in the photo, right? Like it clearly, none of this looks real. Like that doesn't look like it's actually Abbey Road's entrance. This all looks completely yeah. fake. That yeah. fucking Arial font that they use to put the name of the studio on the door. That is Arial rounded. You're correct, Aaron. That's just a... generic. They just went to the first thing in their font list because it started with A. So it happens on July 10th, and each participant will get a curated collection of personally owned Gene Simmons items selected by the roster itself. What items of Gene Simmons do you think he's passing along? You get a used tissue paper. Branded Kiss kiss Mezuzah. Sorry. (laughs) A bottle of shampoo from the hotel he's staying at. (laughs) You just get like whatever is there, like... A, a flyer from the local pizza joint uh, <laughs> put in my pocket so, on the way out. You don't even record a new song. You record a Kiss song with Gene Simmons and his band. Oh. Who uh, is his what? band? What? Oh, what? but good news. Well, his session band. Good news. Musical experience is not necessary to participate. He will take your money even <laughs> if you don't know how to play. Okay. Uh, the day so this is quote, karaoke it, night with Gene Simmons. It's, yes. <laughs> The day the day is about having fun with Gene Simmons and going home having a copy of you and Gene Simmons on a recorded Kiss song. You'll take home items from Gene's personal Kiss collection. You'll get photos and a video with Gene, and he'll sign two of your personal items. I love that they they have to fucking quantify how many signatures Gene Simmons will will be willing to give you for giving him six thousand fucking dollars. Could you imagine so how many items these jerk-offs would bring if I didn't specify two, Raba? Please. They'd be in there with a wheelbarrow full of junk. <laughs> also, so wait, it's it's only happening one day. So how many, is there like a limit to how many people could get this Yes. Yes, deal? two. Two only. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, anybody with $6,000, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like, be a line. what's the limit, Rob? There's no indication of what the limit is, but it is a limited uh event because like what do you get 10 minutes to record with him like here hold this drumstick and done let's see or like this you spend the day at abbey road studios with gene you will hear gene (laughs) hear gene share stories about his career and items in his personal collection that spans 50 years and he's passing them on to you you is always in, in all caps. Yeah. You will record a kiss, kiss song with Gene Simmons and his band in the studio where decades of legendary performers have stood and record a kiss song live at Abbey Road Studios with Gene Simmons. Note, no musical experience is necessary. The day is about having fun, going home and having a copy of you and Gene Simmons on a recorded kiss song. You will take home items from Gene's personal kiss collection. You will get photos and video with Gene, and he'll sign two of your personal items. As my beloved Rebbe growing up used to say, Aaron is filthy tyler which means honor is dearer than money. The honor <laughs> wow. 
Now, recording gonna, with me is honorable more than your six thousand dollars. So give it up. You even get this bullshit certificate of authenticity that this item was personally owned and worn by Gene Simmons. Oh my god, I love this. I don't believe it. He's gonna have to put it on in front of me for me to believe that. This is such a so, strange. Which it's impossible that he just wanted to record an album at Abbey Road but didn't have the funding. So he's like, well, I'll just use one of the days to have people pay me $6,000 a pop for a handshake, <laughs> and that'll pay for the rest of the week's worth of studio time for me. All the shit he sells, he didn't have money? This fuck? I, it, oh, yeah, so it's, I, it's for you and a guest. At least oh. you are allowed to bring a guest. For so I only grand? have to pay 3000 and find some other jerk-off to do this. Well, I guess the jerk-off will not be allowed to sing on the song that's like your wife that you have well, to drag along <laughs> does it anywhere say that you're going to be singing it just says that you get to be in the recording it doesn't say what you're doing play the triangle oh yeah seriously true. hold a tambourine excellent point i'll take your six thousand dollars but you don't get to play with me it's seriously i there's no <laughs> it's all very vague it's all extremely vague Taylor says, funny story, Gene's daughter and I would play volleyball against each other. He came to our tournaments rocking the alligator. Did he, he hit on be... all the students? Good question. All the he would even girls? be the team dad for the club. Yeah. He'd be the team yeah. dad, but would he be the team daddy? <laughs> team daddy is the episode title, by the way. All right, everyone. All right, team. Time to do squats. <laughs> come, come to my right, personal office. Right over my mouth. Oh, and then he does his little tongue thing, gives him a little tickle. Don't be freaked out by the hair. <laughs> Taylor, was he wearing his wig at the time, or would he come bald? I bet he had a do rag. That's his cover of a uh, Cannibal Corpse song. I come bald. Oh no, that's Hammerschmidt. I come bald from my erection. Wow. But yeah, so Rob, are you doing that deal? A little trip to, to Jolly Oh, oh. <laughs> no. Is there an AEW show going on there? Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe oh. if that if that coincides with an AEW show. Uh Taylor says he did give extra long hugs. Mm. Inappropriate. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Taylor was my inspiration for my new project, uh, Phantom in the Park 2. <laughs> Phantom in your butt. Yes, Phantom in your butt. Sid, have you seen the log lines? What's going on there? How do you know? <laughs> There's a log, all right. Um, call my lawyer. <laughs> of course, we watched Phantom in the Park, uh, the case movie. We did a Watch along. You can watch us suffer along. And actually, I, I I didn't mention this earlier, but one new one perk of the Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash RPLivecast, five bucks a month, you get all the bonus episodes. I just re-uploaded uh, all of the watch alongs. They're now natively uploaded as video to Patreon. We no longer use mega upload. So if you missed any of them, they're all up on the on the first page now. And there's a there's a ton of really good ones that I almost forgot about. That, that, that were very very fun uh including uh the, the kiss 
phantom uh, doohickey. And then let's see what else we got here. The phantom doohickey. What? F- phantom at the park. Oh, uh, until the light takes us, the black metal yes. documentary. Uh, this one I completely forgot about, but it's actually one of my favorite watch alongs. We watched Mean Man, the story of Chris oh, yeah. Holmes. Uh, him hanging Legendary. out in France. Is he and still there? It's so good. Is he still alive? Uh, I think he's he actually die? sick, I believe. Chris Holmes, I you're right was. across the water from me. Just hop over and give me $6,000 in England. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at Gene Simmons track. Uh, we also watched Money Plane, which stars Adam Edge Copeland and Kelsey Grammer. Oh my god, uh, no toss salad or scrambled eggs in that one. Uh, then we watched the Netflix Escape the Undertaker movie with the New Day, which was terrible. I totally forgot about it, but we had a fun time with that. And this one, Road Movie, uh, we did a watch along oh, yeah. of a movie which only featured dash cam footage of accidents and it truly would have what a roller coaster ride of a watch along all in russia yeah russian dash yes. cam footage the other one i was thinking of the other day was hellaware that we don't mention oh my god yes yes, yes. weird fucking movie were the 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 basis of the kachotikov song yeah. uh, speaking of gene simmons we i believe our first watch along was the movie trick or treat a halloween movie with him and ozzy osbourne in it mm-hmm. as actors and of course Anybody seen Richie? Yeah. Hey. Justice. And we forget about that one. Tiptoes we've mentioned. Judge Steve Harvey we mentioned. Cannibal Holocaust. We don't mention because it was disgusting. It yeah. was difficult to watch. Lived I up love to that, that episode. Yes. Uh, the Lemmy documentary. Had and some just controversial to, moments. Just to let people know, we do more than just watch movies. There's a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah these are just the watch-along. So there's a ton of stuff. Uh, and uh, you, you can enjoy with us on patreon.com slash RIP livecast. It's like five bucks a month. It's nice. I like. <laughs> All right. Yals. We hope you like. Yals. Uh, yals. <laughs> Should we do a Borat, like, not watch along, but speak along, and you just recite the entire dialogue from the movie, Rob? Sure. And I could do them better with Anchorman, I think. Than, than what about Austin Powers? Oh, Austin Powers, for sure. What if, if you could... just do a whole episode as Austin Powers? Or as Dr. Evil. <laughs> yeah. And then right. Darren could be Borat, and I, I don't know what the fuck I would do. You I'm don't just, do impressions. Usually. Yeah, I just sit there and giggle. In fact, whatever you do, it's so jarring. I'm like, wow, <laughs> he fucking did, did, did a voice or something. I don't like putting myself out there. I'm a very cowardly person. And don't don't nobody rush too fast to talk me out of saying I'm cowardly. You just love both of you. Just let that go. <laughs> no, we yeah, agree. You are accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're quite cowardly. Thank you. It's my brand. Dusty Road says he watched the Cube 2 watch along recently. That was a tough one for us, but it was a fun watch along. But not the first Cubed Cube movie is excellent. I highly recommend it. I think you can even watch it for free on YouTube. Just search for it on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube even? Wow. Uh, but uh, second one, not fresh. Second one is just the first movie again, but they just upgraded the special effects and 
the, the, the downgraded the story. Yeah, yeah. Let the writers take the weekend off. Yes, Dusty says I I just heard about this too. There's a Japanese Cube remake that came out like two or three years ago. Is it supposed to be good? Yeah, I ju- only just heard about it like oh. a week ago, and it's been out for several years already. I'm excited to watch it. Maybe we should do that since we did two Cube episodes already. Yeah, all right. Cube, Cube. If, if it exists. Let me do a short panel discussion on that one, maybe, because we already extensively covered yeah. this Cube uh, universe. We covered, we watched the two movies, and then in the second one, we also talked about the different iterations of Cube. Like, there was a third movie, which we briefly touched on, but there's more to comment on now. The extended Cube universe, yeah. And he says, uh, Dusty says, it's like a horror movie. I would say the first one's a horror movie, more than... I feel like it's, it's in the same vein as, like, Event Horizon. You ever see that one? With Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne and Sam Neill? It's like... Uh, Maybe? It's like, a, it's like a horror movie with the setting is in space. It's so on like, HBO Max. Said. Yeah, great, great movie. That's literally one of my favorite horror movies ever. Because they go into, I'll give you the blurb. They go, it's this um, ship got lost in space, like a spaceship got lost. So there's a new team that's supposed to of scientists that has to go investigate what happened to this other ship. So they go and start investigating it, and it turned out that the ship got like sucked into some dimension, and they all went to like some Hellraiser like pinhead space. Uh, and they came back like the ship went to hell basically, and they all came back insane and like cannibalized each other. So that's it's really a horror movie, but the setting is on a spaceship more so than a sci-fi movie. That's how I felt about Cube. I feel like that's a psychological horror film, yeah. which is just inside of this weird sci-fi area world. So I hope the Japanese one is heavy on the horror aspect because I feel like the second Cube went to sci-fi more, and that mm-hmm. made it suck. Yeah, they. They they just misunderstood what people liked about the first one. Hundred percent agree with that. Like, what if there's just more boxes? Oh, or, yes, that's that's the thing we all enjoyed. <laughs> what if this oh, cube was weirder? Yeah, it moved a little bit faster. Di- what about diagonal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, stick with me here. The boxes move through time. I was just all high on acid, smoking <laughs> weed, and then they made it. Do you ever have a cube on weed? <laughs> That's basic, yeah. And then the Japanese, what I guess is cube on seaweed. Get it? Because they eat seaweed. I get it. Right. Very well done. I apologize. Okay. This this is what happens when I put myself out there. I say things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Get back. Get back in the closet, Sid. Oh, damn. He finally came out saying he liked seaweed. That actually makes me think of something really fucked up that happened on RuPaul's Drag Race last night, Rob. Mm. Obviously, you saw this. We did not talk Mm -hmm. about this moment, but one of the queens talked about how he doesn't talk with his mom anymore. And they asked him why. And he said, well, when I was younger, I was living there at home with my mom my family and my mom discovered all my drag stuff in the closet one day and basically figured out that I was gay and I was in, into drag. And she said, you know, you don't have to hide. You don't have to pretend to be something you're not. You could be yourself here. 
with your family. And then a week later, she came to me and said, all right, you're making everybody uncomfortable. You have to move out right away. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh. She says, yeah, you, we love you. Be yourself. And after just a week of being yourself, they're like, you know what? Get the fuck out. They convinced, uh, yeah, he convinced her not to be so open. So wildly fucked up. That might be one of the most harsh stories in, the, like, RuPaul's Drag Race is known for these like horrible stories of like these when these people came they, out to like, their families. The like, producers live for them. I feel like they force them at gunpoint yes. to tell these terrible stories of like how awful their families have been to them. Like the, the most one, famous one, yeah. I think, was Roxy Andrews. Yes, there, where it was her as a child or him as a child uh and like with the old with his older sister were abandoned by their mother at a bus stop and they just had nowhere to go and like the the mother just left them and it kind of turned into this unfair meme that kind of made well roxy was also a total cunt on that show on that season so like deservedly everybody dunked on her for that story yeah but the person telling this story last night has been a completely benign character so far. So that just that's almost crueler. Like if it's one it's one thing to just be like, I don't like you, get the fuck out. But to be like, no, I love you very much. I want you to be exactly who you are. And then literally seven days later, like you've had it. All right, I've had enough, son. Get the fuck out of the house. Is so you're almost better off just staying in the closet at that point. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> So, yeah, I was taken aback by that story last night. And it's like you raised him, you know, <laughs> he learned it from you, <laughs> mom. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> Does anyone know that reference? I don't even, might not. You might not even know. It was an old drug commercial. Yeah. By that, drug commercial. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I knew the reference. on it. That's what that's the reference I was making. OK, the guy find, finds his son's uh, like a like a little cigar box. Why did a kid use the cigar box? I don't know. But like this, <laughs> just a bunch of random drugs in there. There's like a joint and found pills it. Found it. and a whole bunch of other shit. Let's see. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's yours? No, I must have said you found it in your closet. I don't your know mother says you followed in your closet. What you what you like smoking? <laughs> smoking <laughs> drugs. Back when everyone sounded like Sylvester Stallone. Hey, hey, you got some, I got some pills I can share with you. <laughs> your closet. I don't know when a guy must have the what? Look, Dad, it's where not did my... you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Do drugs <laughs> with your kids. <laughs> that's the Rob, lesson here. That's the truth. I know Rob's mother was a huge part. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, oh, there's so much of this that makes sense. Why does the dad have like a thick Long Island accent and the son looks like a wasp from New England? You, you know, just like, put more thought into this than yeah. anybody else ever. <laughs> and where'd you learn this? I learned it from watching you. Like, okay. <laughs> He's like Michael J. Fox on Family Ties. Rob, do you sound like your dad? My dad is not from this country, though. All right, so maybe this guy's not from this country. Yeah, he is, though. He is. Don't lie. <laughs> he looks sort of like Paul Giamatti. 
Yeah. Easy. Easy Peroni. Your old pal. Easy Peroni says, you guys aren't parents, aren't parents, aren't yes. LOL. No, we're not. Are you saying you did drugs with your kids, Easy Peroni? Or you did drugs with your dad? EP09. It sounds like a, a, a way to make uh, pepperoni, like a frozen pepperoni brand. Easy Peroni. <laughs> <laughs> that is not real pizza, by the way. No. In case easy Peroni. No. Fuck out of here. That shit. Uh, if it has Easy a... Peroni on it, no. Thumbs down. But you can dip that in ranch. I won't judge you. Darren, there was a question for you in the Discord this week. We should. Hmm. Ask away, Sid. Answer Jeremy's question. He was wondering if you would be able to share how you got started in poker and your current status. Oh, God. In yeah, how I don't you, know. Your, um, your poker journey. I don't know if it's that interesting, but uh, I don't know. I guess in my uh, late 20s, I just started playing, you know, with plastic chips from Walgreens or whatever with my friends. And one of them being Squiggy, who I've has he been on this show or have no, we just talked no. about him? I thought he maybe came on called in once or whatever. Anyway, we used to play at various people's houses, just bullshitting around with very tiny cents worth of stakes. And uh, there were a few good players there, but the vast majority of them were didn't know what they were doing. And I realized I was starting to take their money mm. more often than not. So, and somewhere in the back of my head, I said, well, Maybe I could do something larger with this. And then I went to a casino one time, I guess, and I just killed it. And that kind of gave me the confidence to like, okay, I can learn about this. I'm a good, I'm a good like autodidactic person. You know, I go, I, I found a bunch of um, books to read and stuff. And then like later on, as time went on, I, I when YouTube was around, I started watching YouTube videos, how to improve my game. I invested in like, um software to like you know when i would play online i would analyze hands and i just started expanding my field more and more to go to more games to um like the boat club that i always talk about that's not really a poker club like i've cleaned up there don't get me wrong like i make a ton of money there but it's like a casual poker place so like after that was my first venture like the first step up into playing people i didn't know like you know and that was sort of a i went to that casino that one time but i wasn't regularly going to casinos then I started playing in this book club basically every week, started really winning a lot of money considering the stakes that it was. It wasn't, it was just one, two, but it was like, they just shovel you money there. Cause it's not like really a poker club. If you have any idea what you're doing, you win and win and win. So that got me the confidence to like, okay, maybe I could do this and make enough money to like, not have to really do anything else. That could be my main source of income. So I just really put a lot of time into that and just grinding. I'm not on TV. I'm not a millionaire from this. I don't go on. I'm not famous. I don't sit next to fucking Phil Ivey or anything, but I just go to local games and before COVID go to local casinos or fairly local casinos and play a shit ton of online poker. And that's basically it. And now I honestly feel that I'm sort of at the end of that journey. I think it's done a lot for me. I have like a, oh, and what he also asked, where am I within the poker world? I would say that I play mid stakes. I play like mostly two, five, uh, or a, once or twice I've played a five, 10 game. That's like the largest I've played. I don't play extremely high stakes, but I just met, do, I do okay. And I make a nice, I make basically the equivalent of a nine to five job. If I went and sat in a cubicle, 
but I don't have to put pants on most of the time if I don't want to. And, you know, I enjoyed it, but I also feel like I'm at the end of it. And I feel like I want to do something with more imprint on the world. Like I don't regret doing it. And I made a nice little retirement uh, fund and I help my mother out when I can, you know, whatever. But I want to do something that's more impactful to the world. I feel like I wasted a lot of my 20s and 30s doing shit that was sort of idle and just, you know, all right, I'm making money, but what am I really contributing to anybody? I feel like this show was my most creative outlet and I'm proud of that, but I feel like I want to give something that I can leave something more than I just played poker a lot after I'm in the ground. So uh, that's why I'm going to school. Like I want to do something more, more impactful. I'm doing, I'm trying to run around, clean up what I, what I didn't do in my twenties and thirties and early forties. Dusty like, Roosevelt. Do you think does anyone no, really I mean, want to see a 3D OnlyFans? Like, come on. Well, it's it's certainly more impactful. I don't know. Is it? I feel like this <laughs> well, show would be more impactful than my OnlyFans. Only one way to find out. I hope that was a good answer. I don't know. It might I just feel it's like one of the more boring aspects of my life. Although people are more interested in it whenever I mention it. Uh, I have a lot of like stories from it and stuff like that. But really it's just I look at it as a job. I treat it. I have my spreadsheets, you know, and I have a financial plan that I try to meet every month. And I don't have any degenerate gamblers rush whatsoever. I don't go there like trying to play big pots like that some people do. I just I never put more than like two percent of my bankroll on a table at any given time, which guarantees that you can't lose a lot of money. And I play a very low risk, um, low variance type of style. So that's what's helped me be successful at it. But yeah, that's it. And I'm trying to, I think I would always play poker. Like if I stopped playing it as a job, I would still play it because I love it. I wouldn't do it this long if I didn't love, if I stopped loving it, I would find something else to do, you know? But I just, like I said, I want to, I think I have a lot up here that I have not invested in in my life. So I'd like to do that. I feel like I leaned on it as a crutch, like in order to to not do things I was afraid to do. It's like, oh, I'm making this living, you know, I'm good at it and it's easy. And my sports officiating is the same thing. It's something I'm good at. I love to do. It gives me some athleticism. And I leaned on all that, like, well, this is providing me such benefits. And I, what should I be jealous of someone that's working in a fucking like office job? Not that that's bad. I'm not shaming anybody, but like, I, I feel like I have found something. I don't have to have a boss and blah, blah, blah. So I leaned on that and looking back, I think that was a bad decision. Like I think it was laziness. Like I could, I can do this thing and that's okay. And I'm living, I'm keeping the lights on, but that's not a good way to live your life. I don't think it advanced my, my cause as a human being. So I'm looking to semi-retire from doing this and get into a profession that I think is worthy of my, my soul or whatever. Have you thought about what that would be like what profession? Yeah. I really want to be a college professor. Like, I think I would be great at that. It really speaks to me. And like, when I help other students in my class, even in the classes that I'm taking, I feel like the professor, I have one professor that's really scatterbrained. Like she's great. She's great. Once the class starts, the light goes on and she's amazing, but she's terrible with like extracurricular stuff and giving assignments and timeliness. So I'm sort of like being the assistant professor on this WhatsApp that we have for this class. And they're all thanking me. I feel like the professor, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I enjoy it. I get like that feeling that I get from that minimal 
in, you know, cosplay as a professor. So I feel like I, I, I've always thought that I would be great at that. So, but that's going to take a while probably, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I'm almost done with my undergraduate, so I'd have to do two years as, and get my master's and all that, but that's something I'd like to do. And I'd and like of, to write what subject film. Okay. I don't know how many openings there are. That's something I'll have to investigate later, but you can always downshift. I mean, they're desperate for professors. So yes. Anything you demonstrate some proficiency in academically, they'll, there's a lot of film might be the hardest one because there's just not that many good film programs, but you know, I'm still far away from that. So I have time to formulate a plan. Nice. Knock on wood. If I don't die in a plane crash. Oh my God. 49 to 49 year. You know. Well, they'll make a movie about it, and then they'll teach that in a film class. So, in a way, you'll still have what yeah. you wanted. Just put my urn on the fucking uh, on the desk in front of the. Yeah. They'll hold it in like a film tin. In fact, we'll use this thing. Yeah, this is my. This oh. Is my, my remains will be buried. I hope that wasn't too boring of an answer. Not at all. They want to bring the show to a halt. Inspirational. Once yeah, I actually remember those early uh, poker games that you mentioned because I, I sat in on them too. And I, I vividly remember that you were like excelling at them. And, and uh, a lot of it, I feel, is just doing math in your head and, and figuring out probabilities and remembering yeah. probabilities. And like, while I grasped the concept, I couldn't do the computations as quickly as you could. Uh, also, because I was playing Stone, I want to be clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I probably was too, honestly. I just got to say, I, I was smoking um, weed very heavily back then. But yeah, no, the, the, I mean that was very cool, and I totally hear what you mean about like, you know, like it, it was good for a while because uh, perhaps, perhaps at the time you needed a break from the the daily grind of of having. Because I remember uh, you were kind of burned by your full time jobs before that, so it was like a yep. good like, oh, I could. I could, you know, pay my bills and not have to deal with these idiots. I always thought I worked a little bit, well, a combination of things. I, I worked below sort of my abilities in like shit jobs because of partly because of not finishing school in my 20s at ADHD. And then like uh, also a bunch of circumstances led to me not pursuing my career. Like my mother uh, lost her job, lied to me, didn't tell me that she had five months back rent oh god and, and we had like zero dollars in the bank at that time and i had a, was forced to get a shit job uh actually two shit jobs at the same time to keep and and go to court to keep her from being evicted so i was man juggling all this shit and i just i was forced to have shit jobs for a few years and like rob said that really burned me out on on like being a working stiff like i was like i'm over this Either I'm going to have to go to school and get a degree and get a real job, or I'm going to have to find some creative way to make money that does not burn me out in this way. Cause I was on the end of my rope. So yeah, that's my, that's part of my poker story, but I do, I would like to point back when I'm 75 and just go, I did this and it's something constructive and made people's lives better. I don't think that's, poker you know but not that it's bad i don't regret it's doing the it. live cast yeah i do yes i do i'm you, saying you i made people's lives better by doing the show right I Dusty Rose Muffler? thank you he's Sorry, still thinking ahead. about the only fans what, what i would try to what i mean is not to diminish this show but i mean i want to translate to that that to my professional career as well 
You want to get to a point where someone would pay you six thousand dollars to record a kiss song with you <laughs> at Happy Road Studios? I'd like to think when I reach where I want to be, I would not have the same ethics and principles. Yeah, but you could. That's I, that's all I'm saying. I could like, now. It's just who's. I don't know that anyone's going right. to pay me. Right. You could right, do like knowing that someone would. You could do your Gene Simmons impression for six hundred dollars a pop at Fastlane Studios in Brooklyn. Is that even that's still the thing? Open? It Rob, is. Isn't it? it is. What about Ace <laughs> London? Is that still there? That one I think might have closed. Yeah, that's the one where the real degenerate bands would come. I feel like yeah. maybe the best uh, band uh, there was like maybe Fear Factory recorded there. Or Which one was the typo negative one? It was one of those two. I think that was uh, Fast Lane. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But there was always uh, that was just a hangout when we would go to we would go to Ace London Studios just to hang out. Like your friend was in some dipshit band. They're like, oh, we're gonna go record at mm-hmm. Ace London, yeah. and forty people would just go and uh-huh. cram into this tiny studio and yeah. just sit there. When me and uh, Lonnie had our shitty little garage band, we'd rent studio time there. Mm-hmm. And then was- I think Fast Lane, we were, were in a studio that had like all of Typo Negatives, like gig boxes from their tour it all had like the typo negative logo all over it and i would just like throw my garbage in there like, this bad. type big shit in brooklyn here's my doritos bag that i didn't come in sean just ate Sacrilege. and then put probably paper towels in there but yeah so Rude. if peter Steele ever found food waste in his gig boxes it's this guy good fuck him yeah he's dead now so he can't do anything to me anyway (laughs) i win wait he's dead (laughs) yeah we killed him remember oh hashtag r.i.p a legend (laughs) all right let's uh get our spotify picks every week we each pick a song throw it on a playlist that you can enjoy at your leisure Search RIP Livecast Music Break on Spotify. We have over 32 hours of music. This week, I picked the new single from Doth. It's, I believe, their first single in like 15 years or some shit like that. They're back together. I was always a fan. Always championed the band. And uh, guitarist Al Levy is a person that I actually... Became friends with over time. Hasn't he been on the show? Stayed at his house. Yeah, yes. he's been on the show. In fact, he was on a memorable show. But I don't remember necessarily for the content, but I remember that we did it at Frank's house, and it was about 110 degrees on the episode oh, that he was on. And I remember sweltering and trying to do a funny show while I was dying from this heat. I do remember there were some sort of air conditioning issues at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like a, a millennia It ago. really does. Uh, but yeah, so they're back and they're doing stuff and they sound better than ever. Uh, I think there's some new members in the band, but it sounds great. And still it's all, and Sean Zatorsky, the singer is still singing. He's a very underrated metal vocalist. So it's great to hear him screaming again. That's my pick. It's a serious pick and it's a metal pick this week. It, it breaks my streak of like two or three months of electro music. <laughs> back to that next week though. Promise. Uh, maybe we'll see. We'll see what I listen. It, I, I I never know what my pick of the week is. It's it's just what song captured my ear this week. Yeah. What song? Like what song? And, and this one was the one for this week because I really am glad to hear that they're back. What have they been uh, doing? 
He's just been producing and he has this uh, program called Nail the Mix where uh, he basically... Having sex with Irish people? That's what I was going to say. Igora, what have we ever done to you? (laughs) No, it's 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 a course for production if you want to learn to be a a music producer and every month there's a different lesson with a producer talking about a famous metal song that they produced and then they give they in addition to getting a lesson from the producer he offers the raw stems for those tracks so you can see how he produced the song it's a very cool i thought you you have you hate stems because you're a weed guy (laughs) <laughs> yes in the context of weed stems are bad in the context of music stems are good gotcha. what does it mean what is that it's just the raw file like the the guitar track and the, you know okay interesting and, and you see the layered like audio file with all the the raw recordings and you can you know you just just listen to the drum tracks you know mm. whatever or or see how they the filters and, and all i don't i don't know i'm not a fucking audio producer I don't know what Sorry, that voice was. Uh, but uh, Doritsky, what was your pick? Oh, my pick was uh, Chemical Warfare by Slayer. I was Oh, very it. apropos. Right. That was the whole point is I was just listening to a Slayer and then that song popped up and I didn't instantly triggered me to remember the chemical spill that just happened. Mm. So I thought this was a very timely pick. This is early, early, early Slayer. And it's a Dead Kennedys cover, right? Yeah. Is it? Wait, is it? I think so. Dead Kennedys? I didn't know. I didn't know. I was, th- you know, what I was thinking. There's another song on that double EP that's a Judas Priest cover. So I thought maybe you were mixing it up with that, but I did not know that was. A Let, me cover. Let me they see. They did dissident, dissident aggressor on that same release, which is a Judas Priest song. Actually, maybe it's not. Maybe they just both in the same era had. Uh, yeah, maybe they had different chemical warfare songs. There was a lot of chemical huh? warfare around that time. I don't wow. think that. All Do right. you still Go listen ahead. to Slayer, Darren? That's interesting. I I, yes. I don't find myself needing to put it on. I've, I've I love I've consumed Slayer. It. it has to be a certain mood that I'm in, but I love Slayer. In fact, you know what, what? The one the one album, uh, I the one album I go to with Slayer uh, is uh, God Hates Us All. That's for mm. some reason has become no. my new favorite Slayer album, and that, it wasn't for a while. From the moment that one came out, it was my favorite. Love that. It's just so relentless. Ah, oh. yeah. That's so good. From, From the moment it came one. out on September 11th? It did come out on September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. I might have gotten an advanced promo because I was at the college radio station then. No, so that's I right. Think. Yeah. That does seem the most punk of their albums, I would say. Closest to punk. It's not punk, obviously, but it's got tendencies yeah. in there. Fantastic. Uh, well, Dusty Rhodes Muffler says, what about Diabolus in Musica? Uh, Musica. Gal, 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 Diabolus. I do not like. I I will say yeah. this about that album. I appreciate what they were trying to do. I think they they were trying to. They were probably sick of Slayer. They were like, we got to do. There was their risk or their uh, like. It wasn't that they were sick of them. It was uh, Jeff Hanneman, uh, like kind of being like, hey, we need to like update our sound. Let me let me write a few things. Yeah. All right. So like, all right. Bah, bah. And the sick of it is the wrong word, but yeah. Yeah, they would do just a different direction and it did not work. Yeah, for me. but yeah. I know there are some Slayer fans that love that album. Yeah, Same. I do not. Some That's just not. the Slayer fans that want to seem like extra hip compared to all the other Slayer fans. Like, we even like the bad album. That's how yeah. much of a Slayer fan I am. 
Metallica has that shit too. They they love Saint Anger. Like, come on. You know? Oh my God! There's this new like people are defending Saint Anger now. Like it was on the Rolling Stone list. They had a list yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. the 50 worst albums by come great on. bands. And people are like, "How dare you include it? Like it is a set, like fuck you, Rolling Stone, for including Saint Anger." Like, no, that is their worth. Some people were calling out Lulu, but I want to be clear: that doesn't Lulu count. is not a Metallica release. Yeah. That is a uh, Lou Reed. Lou Reed wrote that album. And wrote the whole thing. Ironically they, enough, Metallica and Lou Reed are both separately on that list of the worst albums for <laughs> the musicians, just not for their collaboration. But yeah. they are both on there. Well, yeah, but but Saint Anger is most certainly a Metallica release. Easily, and yeah, that, it's easily the worst one, worse than Load or Reload. It's not just well. Let me ask you this, just semantically, like that list is the fifty worst albums by good musicians, or the yes. fifty instances of the worst single worst album by great bands. That would be two different things. Uh, to me. Let me see. Let me like see they picked music. fifty great bands and showed their worst album, or are these fifty albums the fifty worst? Of any albums produced by any great, oh yeah, yeah, fifty genuinely horrible albums by brilliant artists. Okay, so it's so, not it's not a ranking of the worst by best, right? It's just so a I, collection. I think it's the so yeah, so that makes more sense to me because this is easily one of the fifty worst large release albums ever made. I think it's terrible, and I've I've even come on here and said good things about Saint Anger. Like there are oh actually now I'm clicking I'm sorry to interrupt okay. I'm clicking the they are ranked it is ranked uh, they are the fifty worst albums ranked by brilliant artists so I just think uh, where is it on the list I'm just curious uh, it's pretty it's only like forty three it's forty three on the list I mean I, I'm sure you can make arguments for everything on there I'm sure there's a lot of shit yeah let's see I, number one was the Kanye West album I believe. Uh, right. well, yes, Yay by Kanye West. Number two was Squeeze by the Velvet Underground. Number three was Union by Yes. Number four was Metal Magic by Pantera, which I'm like, really? Like, I mean, what? it's not great, but it's not like it's not that bad. It's not as bad as St. Anger. <laughs> it's but it's close. I think it's yeah. like, the thing is, it doesn't like have the extra added shit of the shitty production that St. Anger has. Well, also, like that Pantera album, wasn't that before all their good albums? It was glass, yes. basically. It's so like, it's yes. sort of, it, it seems like a different thing to like start out horrible and then get better than to yes, be great and then end up horrible, right? Like yeah. it's somehow, I yeah, think I it's agree. more excusable you know, to be they, Pantera and just eventually find your sound than to be Metallica, who is like hugely successful and then. It's still all of the main players, and you just shit the bed, right? Uh, like I said, I've I've said on this show, I have said nice things about Saint Anger. There's certain things I can find in it. I say with a little tweak here, a little yeah. something there, this could be a great song. But if you just take it as an album, it's just it's unlistenable. It's unlistenable. Not free. Not yes. Not yes. <laughs> yes, not. <laughs> yes Sid, what's your pick it's not uh i was re-watching the series high school which is on amazon freebie it's on it's about uh tegan and sarah's time when they were teenagers it's based on their book of the same name uh it's a really great show even if you don't give a single fuck about tegan and sarah because it's just kids in the 90s listening to 90s music getting into relationships and discovering their own 
personalities and sexualities and all that stuff. And it's just really well done show. But the soundtrack to the show is fantastic. It's just great 90s rock songs. And one of the lesser known ones that they played on there that I love is uh, Tip City by the band The Amps, which is uh, Kim Deal from the Pixies and the Breeders. And it was one of her side project bands. And it was a really great band. And uh, yeah, so that's the song that I picked. So it's it's like, so it's euphoria, but the people are not unlikable. Yeah, it's it's a very like grounded, like normal, wholesome for the most part. There's no like nudity or anything outrageous. There's like making out. There's no fucking or anything like that. It's it's very wholesome rural Canadian kids learning to play acoustic guitar and. But it's no. great. It's really, really good. I really liked it. I hope. What's I what's the point? This. Oh, Gene's on the line. What's <laughs> oh, the no. point of watching a high school show if there's no fucking? <laughs> oh my goodness, Gene. Well, he wants Come to be on. the one doing the fucking of the high school students, as we learned earlier. Are there any volleyball team scenes? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a coach, I, you know. There might not be. Uh, I can't remember. There might be some. There's probably gym class at some point. So there might actually be some volleyball scenes. All right, I may give it a chance. Putting it in my queue as we <laughs> <Nice>. speak. <laughs> and RIP this week, uh, going back to the beginning of the episode, RIP stands for Ranch Invalidates Pizza. Excellent. Undeniable. Excellent. And of course, before we get out, we want to give a shout out to our top livecast fans, who, of course, you can be a top livecast fan by chipping in 10 bucks on the Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP livecast. Darren, you want to do it as Gene Simmons trying to pitch them on this Abbey Road thing? I know. Honestly, I wanted you to do it as uh, Peter Steele because Peter Steele was mentioned today. Okay. Bring him back. We'd had enough Gene already. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Maybe Gene can chime in on a couple. This Peter Steele reminded Eric and Benjamin and Dan R to eat some protein. Peter Steele. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Peter, I am. And uh, mainly may is Kippa. I grew up around people wearing Kippas, and uh, I'd rather be living in Shishua Susits. Watch yourself. <laughs> this is Gene Simmons. <laughs> Don't be an anti-Semite. Yeah, it's Peter. a day of hate, Peter. Be careful. Gene Simmons, you you underpay typo negative when we opened for you guys in 1992. Don't get me started. I'm going to throw some cattle decaf on your face, and I'm going to grab Rob of Vampiro by the neck, Choke slam him through a kiss casket. Who go likes tacos? <laughs> Peter likes tacos too, and I'm not talking about Mexican food. You know, I'm talking about the ladies. Wow. Yes. Uh, we geez, have do you like tacos? <laughs> yes, I don't, but I'm like Uncle Junior. I love the taco, but it's got to be kosher. <laughs> Lando Danks. Uh, Peter just drinks wine. He doesn't do Danks. Uh, LaCroix, Peter Steele doesn't like Corey and Scotty, H Peter doesn't like H Peter likes wine Dog, dog pig man Yeah, I am a pig man With the ladies, I'm Peter Steele Douglas, who are you, Levinson, who are you? Who are you? You're not in typo negative You're not in carnivore Peter <laughs> what you ne- hey, Neither are you anymore, Peter You're not in anything but the ground <laughs> Who would have thought? Hey, hey guys, it's Joshua. Hey, it's Peter Steele. Peter Steele, Peter Steele. It's fair. All right, that's our show. <laughs> and shalom it. to all of my fans out there in live cast yes. land.
We wish wish everyone a good Sabbath, Gene. Good Shabbos, and uh, I will ask my Rebbe to bless every one of you in the audience. Shalom. Happy day of resolve, everyone. Uh, as we bid you adieu, and see you next week.